Alright, good morning and welcome in to Hate the Player, Not the Game. I am, as always, Lucas Owens, but not as always today. I am coming to you live, and by live, I mean wherever you get your podcast, <laughs> from San Jose, California. A beautiful day out here in the South Bay. Got sunny skies, no humidity, no rain, no snow, never snow, and you know... I'm just uh, ready to talk some sports, so I'm going to talk mostly about college football and college basketball for you today. So, to start off, we had number two, Notre Dame, beating UNC 31-17. to So, you know, just a uh, just a pretty good game here all around for the Irish. Um, UNC, I think, definitely hasn't lived up to their expectations this year. I mean, it's hard when you play the teams they're playing in the ACC but still, to have three losses at this point, people were expecting this to be around a top 10 team. I think considering the hype going into the season and just what they were coming in with, and of course Sam Howell, people were really high on him. But, you know, they did have that loss to Florida State, Virginia, and Notre Dame. They got Miami in a few weeks too. So, you know, I just I just don't think they were ever really going to be there. But, you know, they were playing They were playing Notre Dame very good until the uh, second half, and then Notre Dame went away within the second half, and North Carolina didn't score one. So, you know, that kind of puts a damper on it. But, yeah, just a, uh, just a great game all around. Ian Book, you know, he had an okay game. North Carolina's defense has been good at, has been kind of streaky this season, but they played, uh, they played pretty good. Saturday, Thursday, Friday, I don't, time is a flat circle now, um, whenever they played, um, it was a, it was very hard, good game for Ian Book, you know, just a good game all around for the Irish, um, of course they're sitting at number two, uh, be interesting to see, and I hate using that word interesting, because I use it way too often, but, with how they're setting up in the college football playoff rankings, I think there might be a chance they, Still go in if they lose the ACC championship. Have to see. I think if it came down to that, it would come down to who would get in Notre Dame or Texas A&M. Because I don't think Texas A&M is going to lose a game the rest of the season. And if they do so, um, I think there'd be a good shot data. They'd get the spot in instead of any other team just because of uh, how good they've been. And of course, that one over Florida is very good. So. All right, moving on. Number 13, Iowa State beat Texas 23 to 20. So, you want to you want to talk games that uh people have been talking about without talking about. It's this one because of course everybody's really focusing on how Texas is a failure of a program. Um but you know, this is a good close win for Iowa State. You know, late TD wins it for them. Um really if people look at this game and think it's dominating dominating by Iowa State, it really isn't. But it was, I mean, just a good game all around to take down Texas like this. Texas falls to 5-3, and three, though. Um, yeah, Burstbury looks good. Uh, Brees Hall looked fantastic. It's running back for the uh, Cyclones. Sam Ellinger, though, really, you almost got to feel bad for him because lifelong Texas fan. It's his, what, fourth or fifth year. Um, and they just don't do, they just have nobody around him really supporting him that much. Um. I mean, he was the leading rusher, too, and he's not a rushing quarterback. But, um, 
you know, it was just a good game all around by Iowa State to come away with this one. Excuse me for a second. You'll notice there are a lot of distractions in the San Jose Studios. And by San Jose Studios, I, of course, mean my home. So, yeah, so not a good game. But Texas does not look does not look the best. Uh, Tom Herman, I think people say he's going to get fired. That I think it's going to have a lot more to do with money. I don't see Texas doesn't have a good out to get out of that money right now. And considering this year, they're going to need some boosters to come in and pay up. That's just kind of the way college football works. If the boosters want a new head coach, they're going to get a new head coach because they're going to pay for Herman's buyout and then also pay to get in a new head coach. That's just kind of how it works with big programs. And so that's how it's going to work here. Um, yeah, so that's all I have to talk about Texas right now because I don't want to be a dead horse too much. So let's move on to Oregon and Oregon State. Um. This game was uh, pretty surprising, considering the thing with Oregon State the past few years is Oregon State has never been that good of a team. Um, like it, I don't think they haven't been a good team since the '90s at least. Before I was born, that's why I'm kind of con- like just throwing out dates here because I mean they're they've just never been that good. Um, I mean they they do have two losses at the season, but to beat Oregon at ranked. Number 15, Oregon. Um, pretty good by them. They have losses to Washington and Washington State to start the season. But they beat Cal and Oregon. Um, so, you know. But big upset for the Beavers. Uh, especially because Oregon, um, you know. Oregon was kind of the Pac-12 sole hope of getting a playoff team. They, in my opinion, knowing the Pac-12 really well, of course, being from that footprint. Um, they were never going to get a team in the playoffs this year. It was going to take a lot of chaos for a team from the Pac-12 to get in the playoffs this year. Um, and USC, I mean, they don't have a loss, but if you've watched USC this year, um, they are not the best. And I don't think they're just they're just not going to play enough games for it to really matter. Um, but, I mean, good win all around by Oregon State. Of course, that late run. Uh, Pac-12 refs being Pac-12 refs, of course. That's kind of just a given um, when you're watching the Pac-12 that there's going to be a lot of delays because the Pac-12 refs don't know what they're doing. But good all good program building win by Oregon State here. Um, Alright, moving on to what might be my favorite game. Favorite team to watch, honestly, this year outside of Mizzou because, you know, live, being in Columbia, being a student at the University of Missouri, you're going to focus on Mizzou a lot more than other teams. Uh, favorite team to watch, just how much they struggle, is um, Nebraska, <laughs> because because uh, you know this kind of I people that know me know I have this weird beef with Nebraska, just this like not really the state in general anymore, just the school. Uh, it's just kind of you know, it's that feeling that they're a blue blood, and they just like keep thinking they're the best team ever, and they're one and four in the Big Ten. And they really should have more wins than that. But they always complain. And they complain constantly. And by they, I mean, of course, I mean their fans. And really, you know, Scott Frost, he's going to be on his way out. Uh, I I mean, they just extended him, though. So they're going to have to need more, get more money. Um, but, you know, Iowa, pretty close win for them. But I don't, people, I'm not high on Iowa this year. I don't think they're necessarily... A great team, but considering where college football is at, I get that they're ranked. Uh, but you know, Nebraska, 
they had a good game. Uh, Adrian Martinez, though, man, uh, he just hasn't worked out. I think, I think it'll be good for them to move on from him soon enough. I get that he's, you know, historic, and they love their Martinez's over in uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. But at some point, you just gotta move on from him. But you know, this is just a good Iowa win, and uh, very happy to uh, see Nebraska lose more like it, because you know. Thanks for bringing back the Big Ten, though, Nebraska. Very happy about that. Congrats. Um, Auburn lost to Alabama 42-13. Um, so, I don't know what people expected out of this game. If you've watched Auburn this year, you'll be, you'd be puzzled why they're ranked. Because, I mean, they had two losses already. One of them was to South Carolina, who just fired their coach. Um you know, they just, they should have lost to Arkansas, too. You're looking at a team that should be 4-4 four and four right now, and they were ranked number 22. I mean, that loss to Georgia, of course, makes sense. But, you know, it's just a really puzzling, puzzling thing. Seeing them ranked, they really shouldn't have been, just because they only had two losses in the SEC. But, I mean, good game by Alabama, considering Saban wasn't there. Uh, Sarkeesian... Uh, kind of coming back to that program, being offensive coordinator again, leading them well, which is good to see. Um, good to see him come back and actually succeed after, you know, um, the USC thing and then Falcons. Um, so, yeah, very happy for him that he's succeeding in life again. All the best to him. All right, uh, Clemson beat Pittsburgh 52-17. So Clemson ranked third. Might seem odd because of their loss, considering they're above Ohio State. Ohio State's not even going to play six games. I, that's another thing I need to talk about. Um, Ohio State's not going to be able to finish their season all that well. Um, yeah, so, you know, Trevor Lawrence had a good game. They really beat down Pitt. You know, they did lose to Pitt a few years ago. The season, they actually won the college football playoff the first time. Um... So yeah, I mean, good game for Clemson. What else to say? It was a it was a good game for them. All right, moving on. Texas A&M beat LSU, twenty to seven. Um, not surprising there. I think it's surprising that it was that close because, you know, their offense definitely should have done more for Texas A&M. Um, I've never been really high on Kellen Bond as a quarterback. Um, but, uh. You know, LSU had a good game. T.J. Finley came in, did his best at quarterback, you know, two interceptions, not good. Terrace Marshall had a fantastic game, though. Um, that's going to hurt, obviously hurt LSU with him being out. LSU's done for this season. I mean, they might go to a bowl just because of the way bowls are set up this year. But still, I mean, what what else what else can you say about LSU? They're just not, not the best this year. Not really anything else to say. Um, Florida beat Kentucky 34-10. to um, Not else, anything else to say there. I will say I've been high on Kyle Trask this whole season. And, um, yeah, I think I think he's the Heisman favorite easily. I think he's going to win the Heisman at this point. I don't see any way anybody else can come back and win it because, uh, I mean, Kyle Trask just looks so good. Um, it's been really exciting seeing you in Florida, even though, you know, Florida, SEC rival of Mizzou. Um, all right, Northwestern and Michigan State, big upset in, uh, in Sparty Town, um, 29 to 20. Uh, 
Northwestern, I mean, kind of got to look at their Big Ten schedule. I mean, people are still going to be high on them just because they're 5-1 and one and they're going to win the Big Ten West. I think it's pretty much confirmed at this point. Be a very, very troublesome uh, area if they did lose. Um, but, you know, good. It's tough loss for them. Good win for Michigan State, though, in a very down year for Sparty. I mean, their two, their two wins are Northwestern and Michigan, though, so how much can you complain? Um, Georgia beat South Carolina, not surprising. Indiana beat Maryland, not surprising. Coastal Carolina mopped the floor with Texas State, not surprising. Oklahoma State barely escaped Texas Tech, which is kind of interesting to see. But, I mean, Oklahoma State's defense was so good to start this year, and they've fallen off and turned into a Big 12 team again. Um, but we did have, the big story this week was canceled games. Um, Ohio State-Illinois, this is the one I wanted to talk about. There were other games canceled, like Cincinnati-Temple, Oklahoma-West Virginia, Wisconsin and Minnesota, Tulsa and Houston. But, um, you know, that Ohio State-Illinois game is really going to affect things. Because if Ohio State wins one more game, they don't make the Big Ten Championship. Uh, the way the rules are set now. The Big Ten is probably going to change it just to have Ohio State in. But... Still, um, you know, that's a, that's a big move there because Ohio State, actually, it was Ohio State that had to shut down because of coronavirus protocols, and they're still suffering. Um, Brian Day's not going to be able to be head coach this week. I uh, still don't know if they're going to play this week. Uh, I believe this week is Michigan State, so if they can field a team, they'll be fine, but still, they need to, uh, they need to field a team or else they're not going to make the Big Ten Championship just because of having to meet that six-game requirement. Still, even if they do meet that six-game requirement, I don't know how you put a team with six games in the college football playoff. kind of just feel wrong. But who knows? Who knows? I think there'd be... I think both Notre Dame and Texas A&M would jump them because Texas A&M's one loss is Alabama. And, you know, that one loss, it's Alabama. Alabama's the best team in college football this year. So, yep. Alright, moving on. Tomorrow we got, moving on to some previews. Tomorrow we got Louisiana, App State. Um, App State actually favored in this matchup um, because it is in Boone, North Carolina. Um, Kid Brewer Stadium. Uh, I take Louisiana here. They've looked pretty good this year. Just that one loss to Coastal Carolina. It's a close loss to, um, you know, I think they, I think they continue to succeed and win that one. Um. Ohio State, Michigan State, again, talked about that just a second ago. If Ohio State can field a team, they're going to win this one. The question is, are they going to be able to field a team? Uh, Texas A&M and Auburn. Uh, Texas A&M is actually only favored by a touchdown. That's easy money. Uh, Auburn, not very good this year. They're going to continue to self-destruct. Texas A&M should be able to win that one easily. If they don't, hey, they don't deserve to win if they lose that one. There's no excuses for losing to Auburn this year. Um, Oklahoma State, TCU. Um, Oklahoma State, you know, they did have that rough game with Texas Tech, but TCU, I mean, they handily beat Kansas, but who hasn't handily beat Kansas? Um, have to talk about it in a second. <laughs> Kansas' closest game of the year was actually against Coastal Carolina. Um, but, you know, that should be a pretty good one for Oklahoma State. It's actually only a minus two for... Oklahoma State, so who knows how things are going to go. North Carolina, Western Carolina, do I even need to talk about it? 
Um, Rice, Marshall, again, do I need to even talk about it? Rice, not good at all this year. Stanford of Texas. Stanford of Houston, Texas, I should say. Um, but Marshall is a very good team this year. That's not going to go their way. Uh, Syracuse, Notre Dame. Again, Syracuse is 1-9. Notre Dame is 9-0. If that game goes Syracuse's way, well, dress me up and call me salad. Um, Florida, Tennessee, that's going to be a massacre. Um, Iowa State, West Virginia. Uh, that actually could be a good game. Uh, West Virginia has gone under the radar. They're 5-3 and three this year. Of course, that's against a bad Big 12, but I mean, still, 5-3 is respectable. They did have that, they had that loss to Oklahoma State, they lost to Texas Tech, and they lost to Texas, but they also beat Kansas State. They, I mean, they beat TCU, um, and they beat Baylor. Um, so, you know, I think they could have a, uh, could have a solid week this week. Um, you know, I think that game's going to be a lot closer than people think, so, you know, I'd, I'd watch out for that one. I'll put that as a watch out. Um, Indiana is facing Wisconsin. Even though Indiana is 12 and Wisconsin is 16, the line's actually Wisconsin uh, minus 14. Of course, that's just how strong betters are feeling about it. But, I mean, that's still kind of shocking. Um, of course, the problem with Wisconsin is that they haven't played many games. That they've only played three because uh, of everything that's happened within their program. Um, of course, they'd have that lost Northwestern. Uh, this will be a true test of what Indiana is uh, is is this year. Uh, and you know, I think this game uh, this game could go either way. I think it's gonna be a lot closer than that says. Um, I mean, it could be a blowout. Who knew? Who knows? But I think that game is gonna be pretty good. Uh, Iowa, Illinois. Yeah, that's Iowa all the way. Tulsa Navy. Hopefully, Tulsa finally gets back out on the football field because they've had a lot of trouble. Um. They just got to get th through this one, and then they have that matchup against Cincinnati to uh, end their regular season, and then they're going to play Cincinnati again. I think it's pretty much confirmed. They'd have to lose against Navy and a few other games. Um, but if they uh, if they come into that game with one loss, they're going to play Cincinnati two weeks in a row. Cincinnati's already in the AAC championship. Uh, Vanderbilt's playing Georgia. <laughs> if you're a Sarah Fuller fan... Uh, I get, I get that people want to, I mean, it's a, don't get me wrong, it's a great story, it was so amazing, but people got disappointed because she couldn't kick a field goal last week, because Vanderbilt couldn't get past Mizzou's 40, um, so I'd just say temper your hopes, and really, it's not, it's not anything to do with her <laughs> kicking the football, it's just Vanderbilt is so bad, I mean, they just fired their coach, um, but, you know, they just got to, if they get into field goal range and she kicks a field goal, that'll be seen as a win, I think, right now. Because Vanderbilt's 0-8. They're not going to win a single game this year. I mean, maybe Tennessee, but that's not going to happen. Um, so, you know, I mean, what else can you say? You just got to hope, hope that she'll be able to kick a field, get into field goal range and kick a field goal will be a good moment. But just happy that she's playing, um... Stanford and Washington. Uh, Stanford actually looked pretty good in the big game last week against Cal. Um, looked pretty solid, but you know Washington, I think is actually pretty good this year. So Washington should be able to take that. Uh, BYU, Coastal Carolina. That's got scheduled this morning. Um, so that's why I'm coming to you uh, this morning. 
Coastal Carolina hosting college game day. Liberty had to drop out, so they brought in BYU. <laughs> um, this is a very good game. Uh, I will be very excited to see this one. Um, just because, you know, I think BYU is a better team than Coastal Carolina, but that's all going to be negated because BYU pretty much, I mean, they've been ready to play games, but they don't have any other games scheduled before this. So, you know, and they have to go to Conway in like two days to play this at in the middle of the day. Or, well, in the afternoon in Carolina. Middle of the day in Idaho. Um, or Utah. BYU-Idaho, though. They're two BYUs. People don't remember that. Um, Utah time. It's middle of the day. So, you know, I think that's going to hurt BYU a little bit, that preparation. Um, but it should be a good game. Very happy college game days going here. Very excited to see that. Very happy neither of these teams is playing Liberty. Um. Liberty, Liberty. Uh, Oregon is playing Cal, Cal. Yeah, even though Oregon lost to Oregon State, um, that should be a pretty good one for them. Cal 0-3 this year. Right this season, off they have really had a chance. Uh, Clemson, Virginia Tech, again, do I even need to say? Alabama, LSU. Crimson Tide fans are going to have a fun one with that one. Um, Miami, Duke, we'll see if the fine frauds uh, finally lose again. 7-1, they keep escaping. I don't know why they're top 10. It's very annoying. <laughs> Grinds my gears. Uh, Oklahoma is fighting their way back into the top 10. Uh, flying Baylor. Uh, I'm going to need to see them win against a good team before I call them top 10 again. Uh, Minnesota Northwestern is canceled. And Washington State and USC are playing on Sunday. Uh, take USC in that one. But that's all I have for... Talk football. I'm going to talk briefly on that uh, men's basketball game between Oregon and Mizzou last night. So, Oregon, of course, ranked number 21 in the nation. It's their first game of the season yesterday. Um, and, you know, I think uh, Mizzou really came out strong. And what I really like about Mizzou this year is just um, their continuity. It's going to be their biggest strength. I mean, they're 2-0 already. They they played very good. They played a pretty dominating game over Oregon, I would say. 8-point win. That's that's a solid win, I would say. It's not a close. It's not a blowout, but it's a solid win. Um, and their continuity is going to be their biggest strength because, I mean, they really only lost Reed Nico out of the rotation. Um, and they kept Pinson. They kept all the Smiths. Uh, they kept Tillman, um, kept Pickett, uh, and, you know, that continuity is going to really help them, and I think they're going to, uh, continue to grow as a team, uh, you know, they have a, basically what I'm trying to get at is they have a really high floor, uh, this Mizzou team, and I think they're going to be one of the better teams in the SEC just by the nature of this year, so that should be exciting to see, but, you know, big win for the program over Oregon, um, they will be playing Wichita State on Sunday. I will be reporting that game from here in California. So, obviously, I will not be attending that game in Wichita, Kansas. Um, we know Mizzou fans don't like talking about that state. Um, but, yeah, Mizzou also going to play uh, Arkansas in football on Saturday. Barry Odom making his homecoming to Missouri. Um you know, pretty funny considering he is a true son of the university that he's coaching Arkansas. You know, the big rival in the SEC. Even though 
there really are no rivalries for Mizzou that really get to that level, except for Vanderbilt last week. That was actually getting really testy. Um, but, I mean, that should be interesting to see. Nick Bolton's going to have a big day, I feel like, because um, Arkansas's front line could be better. It's gonna, that's what it's going to come down to is the front lines against each other. And just how to see how it goes. But that is all I have for Hate the Player, Not the Game. Thank you for tuning in to this very awkward episode from San Jose, California. Have a good rest of your day, and I'll see you next week. Adios.